Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast, a championship edition. Well, folks, I hate to say this, but you heard it here first. We have winners, the national championship, and they are exactly who the D3 Golf Guys picked to win. First of all, let's start with where we should start. Congratulations to everybody in Division Three Golf. We actually got a season in. It was great. I know the players went through a lot to get here. But first, a big thanks from me and all the players to the coaches and administrators who had to go through an entire different world of trying to get ready for golf tournaments and having kids in school with virtual and everything else. Couldn't have it happen without you. It was great. I mean, I, I remember seeing coaches in face shields talking about starting to do testing as we got started the spring. So the fact that we got here, we got a national championship, it feels like a bit of normalcy in a very, very strange year. So kudos, coaches, administrators, players, way to go. It doesn't matter if you made nationals, if you finished dead last in your conference. You got to play. And I'll tell you this, and I said this to a, a basketball team that I'm closely associated with. You guys will remember this year more than you will remember from any other year, and you will probably learn more from this year than you will from any other year. It's going to be one of those things that you're going to be able to tell your grandchildren about, oh yeah, I played college golf, and I played college golf in the middle of a pandemic, and here's what it was like. So take a little solace in that, that everybody participated in something pretty special. All right, let's get to... The champions for both the women's and the men, and let's break those down. First, let's start with the ladies, where we had a really good matchup coming into today between Carnegie Mellon and Methodist University. And it was kind of this way the entire time. Methodist sort of seesawed, and Carnegie really held pretty solid. And Methodist just got hot today where Paige Church comes back and, and kind of, after not so good, round three, comes back with a one over 73. She was two under going into 15 and doubled there. Otherwise, it could have been even better. Um, Jillian Drinkard is just rock solid. And the biggest, I think the biggest impact is Ingrid Steingrensen was played outstanding all week. She ended up tied for third overall individually. And that really paced them with Paige kind of going up and down and so Methodist comes back from a few shots back uh, yesterday and, and gets it done today with a 302. Carnegie shoots 311, but that's a nine-shot swing. Carnegie was up four. They win by Methodist wins by five. Well, that's that's tough. I know I'm sure the Carnegie Mellon girls were were crushed, but hey, second place is not uh, not that bad. And, and honestly, you played well. I, I think I think you got beat. I don't think you lost. Um, but, you know, Carnegie has a, a, a great tournament. Uh, Alexis finishes solo second, outstanding. Uh, Denise is tied for 12th. Michelle Chow, uh, 11th. Uh, Nadia, for them, also tied for 12th. So, I mean, just an outstanding performance for all the ladies at Carnegie Mellon. So, Methodist 1, Carnegie Mellon 2. George Fox finishes third, three back of Carnegie Mellon. They had a really nice 304 today, second best round of the day. And then... In fourth place, uh, jumping over Williams is the University of Redlands. And Redlands, I think, finally got uh, some, some play they were looking for with Hannah Jugar coming in with a one-under today. She hadn't played her best golf coming into that last round. I mean, she shot 83 yesterday. 
and 81 the day before that. So she was in the 80s every day until the last day when she fires the one under 71, which is what we had seen throughout the year. And so Redlands gets in there with a 306, third best round of the day. Williams shoots 312. That's a that's a good score. It's just it's not as special as what some of the other girls did. Uh, but Williams finishes fifth. Uh, center finishes sixth. Emory University jumps up two spots to seventh. St. Catherine University out of Minnesota, 8th. Two teams tied for for ninth. Illinois Wesleyan and Washington Lee. Uh, York College, Pennsylvania finishes 11th. Wisconsin Whitewater finishes 12th. Denison University finishes 13th. Rose Holman Institute of Technology, 14th. And the University of Texas at Dallas finishes 15th. So congratulations to all the ladies who made the cut and all the ladies who didn't. Um, but what an outstanding tournament. I mean, just... A great gritty play out of everybody. And the biggest thing that I'm excited is, is if you haven't gone back, um, go back and listen to our podcast with Beth Ann Nichols from Golf Week where we talk about the changes we're making for the ladies in Division Three. And I think that's one of those really important things that we need to talk about is we're going to be able to get to 5,600 yards. And I think, and that's not to take anything away from every lady who performed out here, but it's going to create an opportunity for the ladies to score all the ladies to score a little bit more. And I and I really like to see that because sometimes I think the scores that we that our wonderful ladies put up are not are not representative of how skilled they are. And I think that's one of the things that we need to continue to, to do and I think it'll help everybody across the board. I don't expect any change in the quality of play or the performance. I think it'll just bring the, the average scores down a little bit and it'll make it more fun for everybody. And I think that'll be that'll be fun across the board. So instead of you know, bogeys and 320s, it's going to be pars and 310s and 300s. And I think that's more in line with, with where things are because I, I know how talented some of these young ladies are, and they are very talented. So I'm excited about that kind of going into next year. But once again, Methodist University national champions on the ladies' side. Congratulations, ladies. I'll be reaching out to uh, have you all on the podcast. I'm going to talk to you, um, get you on, and, and talk about your experience and everything else that went on and, and talk about your great play that ha- that got you another national championship this week. So congratulations. Let's go over and talk about the individuals. All right. And no surprise here, but McKinsey Toole from George Fox University is your individual national champion as a freshman. Uh, McKinsey played absolutely outstanding golf. She shot 76 the first round, then 70, two under the second round. 74 in round three and a one under 71 today for a total of three over par and wins the national championship by 14 shots over a very good playing Alexis Sajanto from Carnegie Mellon. So Mackenzie Toole, congratulations, national champion. That is absolutely outstanding and a fabulous tournament for a, a fabulous young lady. So congratulations there. Alexis, great playing. Um, she comes in at solo second. We have three tied for third. Ingrid Steingrimson, who we talked about earlier from Methodist, and Jillian Drinkard, who has been uh, the rock for Methodist all year. Uh, number two player in the country. I think she'll probably end up number one after this week. Um, just outstanding play. They both they both shot 19 over from Methodist, along with Iris Liu from Redlands. Uh, and Iris is a great top 12 player as well. So those three ladies tied for third. Uh, tied for six was Allison Takamiya from George Fox also. 
And then also, uh, one of the individuals who made it after the cut, it was also tied for six, was Hunter Kehoe from St. Mary's College, Indiana. Uh, great play in there. Uh, solo eighth was Megan Canaby from Washington and Lee. And then two, two ladies tied for ninth, one Paige Church who came in with a 73 today, jumped up eight spots for tied for ninth. And then Riley Suter from Center College who had a really great tournament. She struggled a little bit in the third round, but you know, tied for ninth is a, a fabulous performance out of Riley. Um, so congratulations there. All those ladies inside the top 10, that's, that's awesome. Uh, moving down the list, uh, tied for 12th, Nadia Sasanto from Carnegie Mellon and Denise Pan also from Carnegie Mellon. I mean, there you go. You've got four ladies for for Carnegie Mellon inside the top 12. That's that's really impressive. Uh, Nicole Miller from Bethel, Minnesota, another individual, finishes solo 14th. And then tied for 15th is Rebecca Schiffman from Emory University. And Sarah Shee from Oglethorpe University, also tied for 15th. Um, just outstanding play for all the ladies. I, I, just what a great, what a great tournament. As the weather got better, it was just looked like a great, a great four days of playing golf. So congratulations, outstanding performances. Congratulations to the coaches. Um, congratulations to the tournament committee. It looks like it went off absolutely without a hitch. Um, I heard nothing but great things about the competition. So that is great news. All right, now let's switch over and talk to the, about the men. Okay, on the men's side, there was a little less in doubt from a team perspective. Illinois Wesleyan came in with a 15-shot lead. And we knew Methodist was going to be game and give them a run. Uh, but... Illinois Wesleyan wasn't going to have any with that. So the best round of the day was 288 by Westminster College, Pennsylvania, who moved up three spots to ninth. They shot 288. But the second best round of the day was 290. Third best round was Carnegie Mellon at 291, who moved up two spots. And then Illinois Wesleyan at 292. So Methodist cut into the Illinois Wesleyan lead today by two shots, which gets you a 13 strokes victory by Illinois Wesleyan. Um, just outstanding team play. We'll get into sort of where their individuals finished, but the Illinois Wesleyan guys, you know, uh, I picked them to start the tournament. I thought they were peaking at the right time. They had a good deep team. Um, so, you know, hats off to those guys. What, what a great, uh, what a great performance. Unlike the singing performance I saw on Twitter in the van, maybe, maybe just stick to golf guys. Um, but also another a great tournament by Methodist. I mean, Methodist comes out and shoots 300, 281, 297, 290. That that's that normally wins you a national championship. Unfortunately, just not this year. Um, and Huntington found the same thing out uh, two years ago. They played outstanding two years ago in Kentucky and Illinois Wesleyan got them there. So your order of finish: Illinois Wesleyan, met, uh, thirteen back is Methodist. Uh, Nine back of them was Guilford College. Guilford College came back today, 296. Uh, they ended up finishing third. And then Carnegie Mellon came up and, and shot the 291 today to get them all the way up into fourth. Um, unfortunately, Denison shot 308 today, and they dropped four spots down to seventh, um, which, which hurt them quite a bit. So like we said, there was, a, there was room in there for three and four, and Guilford and Carnegie jumped up and got that. So... 
Really happy for some of our friends over at Carnegie Mellon. Will Noth, I think he put out a picture showing the, the big fourth place hardware they, they were taking home back to Pittsburgh. So that's that's awesome to see. Um, Huntington just misses out. They were two shots back of Carnegie. Um, Carnegie was five shots back of Guilford. So Guilford pretty comfortably in the third. Um, Emory uh, fell one spot today through a 301. They, they were one back of Huntington in solo sixth. And we had Denison at 7th, and I know the Denison guys are probably disappointed that they didn't put up a little bit better of a fight today. But, you know, I think they still had a great tournament, and they were up there in the hunt for a, for a while. And then uh, solo 8th was Christopher Newport. Uh, Westminster College finishing ninth. St. Thomas, Minnesota, 10th. Trinity University out of Texas tied for 11th with Willamette University. Uh, 13th place was Piedmont College. The guys for Piedmont played great. Um, I know they didn't uh, perform the two middle days quite like they wanted to, but for a first trip to the national championship, that's that's a pretty pretty special performance. I know those guys will remember that for a long time. Fourteenth uh, place, Nebraska Wesleyan, uh, tied for fifteenth was St. John's Minnesota and Webster, and then seventeenth was Rensselaer Polytechnic, and eighteenth Mary Harden Baylor. So again. Outstanding tournament. It was fun to watch today, but I, you know, I, I was watching more in the three, four, five space because I felt like Illinois Wesleyan was not. They were not. Once I saw sort of the front nine and they were right there, I was like, "It's over." So, congratulations to the guys at Illinois Wesleyan. We'll be calling you. Need you guys to come on the podcast. Uh, we'll, we may even let Coach Ott speak a little bit. But super excited for you guys. That's. Essentially two in a row of the championships we've conducted for Illinois Wesleyan. So can you say back-to-back? I don't know. Can you say repeat? I would say repeat. Um, you know, with no championship last year. Basically, it's two in a row for Illinois Wesleyan. So um, congratulations to those guys. Let's Now let's, let's put that away and we'll come back to the, the overall things here in a little bit. But let's go talk about the individuals. So on the individual side... It's a really exciting tournament to watch uh, golf stat. It was back and forth for a while. But I think the advantage came out today to to Will Hawker, who was from Webster, who was on the other side of the golf course, not having to go head-to-head with everybody else. He ends up shooting a final round even par, stays at two under, and wins your national championship from Webster University, Will Hawker. That's outstanding. We'll, be, we'll, we'll reach out to Will and see if we can get him in on a podcast also. Um Tied for second, and, and and probably the round of the day for a little bit was Rob Kinder from Christopher Newport. Rob went out early and was was going pretty low. He ends up coming in with a two under sixty nine, and finishes tied for second with Cooper Rayback from Methodist University, who also a one under seventy today was great playing. Really paced Methodist to to hold them right there and, and give Illinois Wesleyan a, a a run for their money. Tied for fourth was uh, our guy Rob Wietrich from Illinois Wesleyan. I mean, Rob's been a rock-solid rock guy for Illinois Wesleyan for the last several years. Um, outstanding performance by him. And then Andre Chi, who, you know, we ha- had the lead kind of going into some some days. But, you know, I, I, Andre played great all week. Um, he really paced Methodist. His 65 on round two was was really great. I, I know Andre's probably thinking more about round three. I mean, 74 today is, is not a bad day. You know, three over that. That's getting it done. I, I think he'd I think he'd like to see if he could get that seventy seven to seventy four and and maybe get close to that lead. But uh, outstanding, tied for fourth, uh, awesome. In sixth place is Jimmy Morton 
from Illinois Wesleyan. He shot six over. Uh, seventh place, Jason Folker from Carnegie Mellon. Uh, outstanding performance uh, all four days by Jacob Peterson, one of the individuals from Gustavus Adolphus. Uh, he got better every day. So 74, 75, and then back-to-back 71s in the last two rounds, 70, in you know round three and round four, to vault him up the leaderboard significantly. He finishes tied for eighth with Jason Lee from Carnegie Mellon. And then uh, quite possibly my favorite uh, player of the week, number finishing 10th, Ethan Wilkins from Illinois Wesleyan. And uh, if, if you're following along on Twitter, we posted Ethan's picture that he had on golf stat at the national championship. Him, Coach Ott, and a bucket of chicken. Quite possibly the greatest picture of all time. Ethan, you're a rock star, dude. That's great. And when he comes in 10th place, that's outstanding. I guess the, the power of the colonel. Um, so congratulations to Ethan. Uh, 11th place, Grant Gronka from Huntington. Uh, 12th, Andrew, Andrew Abel from Illinois Wesleyan. And then uh, really nice comeback here. James Michu, you know, fought back from a, from a struggle in the second round. Um, he finishes tied for 12th with Jack Lee, his teammate, which is uh, great. Those two were, you know, really powered Guilford all year long. So great to see them uh, finish right there uh, together. And then tied for 15th, we had a, a lot of players tied for 15th, including uh, Addison Manring from Guilford as well, Andrew Kibbe from Willamette, uh, Carson Witten, Huntington College, Ryan Quinn, Rensselaer Polytech, uh, Basil Boyd, who made the it was an individual after the cut from Swanee. He finishes tied for 15th. Alex Price, Christopher Newport, and Alex Kubik, Nebraska Wesleyan, and Mark Mitchell from Denison University all finished tied for 15th. Um, that was the top 22 players, I think. Um, but what a great tournament. Uh, it was really, it was really tight. It got tight there for, for the front nine where everybody was still in it. Everybody was within a couple shots. And, and it was, I would love to have been on the grounds because. I, I honestly I think you had the team the team scores going on and I, I I imagine Will probably had the ability to to not worry about too much but just go out and play his game on the other side of the course I think that probably ended up being an advantage for him uh, but congratulations to everybody um, what a great performance uh, we'll, we'll be reaching out to some of you over the over the summer here and, and checking in we'll be digging more into the results but your national champion individual on the men's side Will Hawker from Webster. All right, so national championships in the book. We're going to be reaching out. We want to have both the individual winners and their coaches and the coaches of the teams and the teams themselves from the national championships. We'll try to get a podcast put together for them. Uh, We may do our podcast a little more sporadically here throughout the summer. We're going to try to work on uh, some other content forums to get you guys even more stuff about Division III. Special thanks to all the coaches who have helped the the D3 golf guys over the course of this um, crazy, weird last like three months. Um, we, we broke 1,500 downloads on our podcast earlier this week. Um, we've got almost 450 followers on Twitter. Um, this is exactly what we wanted when we started the podcast and the Twitter handle was to bring together Division Three golf the way that we knew it would. Um so those of you that are graduating, stay involved. Help us out. You know, we're looking for some other correspondents who are going to be help help us go out to uh, some additional tournaments, and so we can have more eyes and ears around the D three golf world. 
Um, but also just a big thanks from us at D3 Golf Guys. It's been a crazy last year, um, but this has been a, so much fun for us to put together. I've gotten a lot of people saying thank you for the coverage. We hope to keep doing it um, as long as we can. With that, we'll say hit them straight. Cheers.